0: This week, the number one show on Netflix Canada was Formula One, Drive to Survive. Hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this? I don't know, Dave, but let's figure it out. Here's the official Netflix synopsis for Formula One, Drive to Survive. Driver Daniel Ricciardo looks to make a statement on the track while the teams prepare for the first race of the season at the Australian Grand
1: Prix. Hmm. Do you have another synopsis? I've for got this, a better Justin? synopsis. Are you ready for this? Okay. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Rich, beautiful people with more money than sense dump millions of dollars into a high-stakes competition where driving slightly in front of other people is a symbol of virility and where the chance to spray champagne onto European supermodels is worth the risk of death. Wow. Wow. That that grabbed me a little more than,
0: than Netflix's two-cent okay. blurb. Have you got a synopsis, thing? I do, and it's quite similar to yours. Okay, so, great. <laughs> let's hear it. I think the way we watched this was quite similar. Swarthy, chisel-jawed European men in logo-encrusted team outfits discuss the ups and downs of spending $3 billion a year to out-design rival teams of swarthy Europeans in a bid to chase each other around in circles at suicidal speeds in exotic cities around the globe. Through a combination of aggressive spending, happenstance, dumb luck, and driver skill, one team driver will be allowed to spray an enormous <laughs> bottle of champagne on overjoyed fans before packing up to do it all again twenty more times.
1: <laughs> it's the same snob. We we hit on the exact same things. Pretty we watched this with the same eyes. That's amazing. Okay, yeah. so I can tell how you feel about racing, based on that.
0: Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's that's. I'm a little cynical about a that. Little, so. yeah. But I, I we'll, we'll get into it. You were more cynical
1: than I was for once. This is amazing. Okay, <laughs> let's get things started. All right. Well, okay, so let's just... What did you like about this? Well, a lot, frankly. Mm-hmm. I have to say, as you can tell, I'm not a car racing fan. I don't understand it uh, or why it would be appealing. Uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to hate this. But this was good. Like, I liked the way it looked. I liked the way it was filmed. I liked the way it was a documentary and the kind of european style where it's not about like artificial drama but it's yeah. like the the stakes are real like the people were real like um i like the way it was made i like the i like the daniel ricardo guy as a person yeah like he seemed like a a nice guy i expected him to be terrible nope he was nice so that i liked um yeah, I was I was wondering. I'm like, how are they going to sustain my interest in something as boring as cars driving around the track? But the way that they <laughs> they made the story and the in the focus on this guy and the stakes, like I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Yeah. What did you think? Well, what do you like? A
0: lot of the same things. I mean, what it, it was really well filmed in a documentary sense, and the Formula One. Organization was also responsible for making this, so it's almost okay. a, it's a bit of an ad as well for Formula One oh, to try and get more people interested, which is probably their you know their mode. Of, yeah, anyway. and Lord
1: knows they have enough money to pour into to that.
0: So. Yeah, so you know, like like you said, it wasn't you know it's not cheap like uh reality TV where you know there's a lot of infighting and off camera yeah like hijinks. I just like what I like about this is that it was. It was a good escape because it's just it's clean. Every everything there mm. was like expensive and clean. Like mm-hmm. you know, this is auto racing. This is like grease and oil and smoke and fire. But everybody is like they're they're in these laboratories with these like highly engineered vehicles, and it's just like to me it was a sanitary world, and it it, it just appealed to me. I, I may get a little more philosophical in, in this today's episode, but well, yeah, it appealed wait. to me on a real base level. Of, so not
1: like, in an OCD level, but in a f- a philosophical level. Well, it ticked both those boxes for me because it's like, I mean, this
0: this whole activity of car racing is essentially pointless. But on the other hand, <laughs> it appeals to this primal base level of like comp- competitiveness, you know, that that we have.
1: But yeah, okay. So something about the cleanliness and the beauty and the simplicity of it all. Like it's it's the pinnacle of our
0: civilization. It's that we have. <laughs> The opulence and just the massive amounts of money that we can just tinker with, like, this simple technology of the internal combustion engine and aerodynamics to, like, try and shave milliseconds off of, like, speeds of racing around in circles. Wow. Like It just feels like this is a diamond-encrusted world, you know? Yeah. The toilets are gilded in this. <laughs> But I, I don't even think these people use the toilet. I think that's they're how, too perfect to use the toilet. Yeah,
1: Ricardo, that Ricardo guy, too yeah. attractive to use the toilet. Anyway, I don't mean to go on and on, but that's what I liked about it. Well, uh, you know what else I like the because like I don't get caught up in, in in stories that much in an emotional way. I've mentioned this before. Like very rarely do I have a real emotional response. Mm-hmm. But like when they they put the tires on that car from Team Haas or whatever. Yeah. And then they drove out, and, and the guy didn't tighten up the tire. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Like, I felt real bad for that guy and for the team. I was like, I was somehow emotionally invested in this thing that, once again, I don't care about at all. I hate car racing. It's yeah. silly. But I was like, oh, man, I can't believe it. that's terrible. And then when the, it happened again, I was like, oh, this like my heart broke. Yeah. I felt like a real thing while watching a documentary about Beautiful car racers. I can't. I couldn't believe I felt it. Yeah, but because if you take, if
0: you strip away all that is s- nonsensical about it, like mm-hmm. about them just chasing each other around burning fossil fuels, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's like it's at its essence. It's like pitting your like split second instincts against other people. Yeah. In you know in this beautiful environment and with these high super high stakes. Like yeah. it's there's a lot of drama just in. The fact that they're traveling at 250 miles an hour, you yeah. know, like it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, inherently
0: compelling, I guess. It's compelling. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's just, just like you say, they didn't need to, they don't overlap this with a whole bunch of silly nonsense drama. No. Cause there's enough there
1: as it is. Yeah. And, and, and what was it? The guy, uh, the representative who was talking from the Haas, uh, company, he said why he was asking the question, why do people watch this? And then answered it by saying the story. The, yeah. you, you're watching it for the story of the people racing. You want to see the underdog win, yeah. which is such an old fashioned story idea. But yeah, he's right. And it, it was compelling. And it's every race is
0: a renewal of that thing, right? I, I mean, it's yeah, like every, true. it just resets again, right? So it's like, okay, who's, this guy was, was the, the head guy, head honcho. Now he's the underdog.
1: And it's yeah. just, yeah. It's like so. everything. It's like, it's like wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or anything that you watch at all. It's yeah. the same story. It's just really fast and you could die. You could yeah, die in this story.
0: There's huge trappings around this, but it's essentially like, okay, you and me are going to race over to that tree and see who gets there first, right? Yeah.
1: Only and, in this race that we're doing, I could hit the tree and explode. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah, adds Just surrounded
0: tr- by like $4 million of carbon fiber <laughs> while it's happening. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: And then you pour champagne on my burning, beautiful body. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. So... Anything else you liked about this? No, no, that was it. I think <laughs> I've said an unexpectedly large amount of positive things about a car racing documentary. I know. You're, you're going to come
0: out on top of this one. I can feel it. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I think it's time to move on. Yeah,
1: I'm ready. To some Grumbles and Grapes. Dave and Justin's Grumbles and gripes. First of all, someone described Formula One as the ultimate competition because you've got drama and competitiveness and high stakes in politics. That's literally every single sport or literally like anything that we do. Right. Right. Uh, So that's it's not the ultimate competition, buddy. Like tone it down. That was a little bit of that was too much. Uh, That bugs me. But but to be fair. The dying thing, the, the that driver, Magnuson. remember him, the Danish yep. guy? I think he's Danish, from Team Haas. He's like, I'm not worried about dying. I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. That's a very strange mentality for a sport. Like, I, I find that legitimately problematic. Like, that is the kind of thing that drove people to fight in wars, right? Like, yeah. I will sacrifice myself for glory yeah, like, not even recent wars, like, no, like 18th century wars. Like, I want exactly. to die at the end of a sword and and have my family honored. Yeah, then finally, the woman I love,
0: but I'm too scared I, to touch, will you yeah, know, adore t- me for you know
1: posthumously forever. Yeah, like that is a that is weird. I don't understand it. It's, He's ready to die for this. Yeah, why?
0: Well, it it's it's the glory. What glory? Of the one race
1: out of 20, I might add. Yeah. The- <laughs> it's so weird. I found I found that r- weird. The yeah. fact that everyone is just like, "Oh yeah, you could die doing this and that's great. That's great. It's fundamental to the sport."
0: Yeah. But you you see that in like like people that do like wingsuit flying and stuff and other like kind of crazy pointless adrenaline type activities where they like jump off of or base jumping or whatever. It's like you know, I I know
1: I could die instantly doing this, but I I need to do it. I guess, but I guess the difference there is like that's a personal thing that you're doing to yourself that you could die doing. Right. It's not a competition per se. It's not like right. they're like yeah. flight suit racing. This is like I want to be faster than that other guy, and I want to be I want that so bad to be half a second ahead of that other guy. That it's primal. I'm willing to there's die. something
0: very primal about this. This is what I'm saying.
1: It's there's something primal. Well, here. I guess, and I mean. If you had to channel that dude... Because this is a male energy, obviously, right? Mm. Into something as destructive as I'm willing to die for glory. Let it be car racing and not actual war. So, like, I guess I'm good with it in that sense. Like... Anyway. and But, like, speaking of the men, the male thing, like... This... i It's such obvious that this is machismo and, like, dudes trying to be, like stereotypical like toxic masculine macho-ness right there are fighter jets flying overhead like the ultimate symbol in like the giant flying penis and they're driving these really fast penises as fast (laughs) as they can everyone driving also has a penis everything is fast and loud and faster penis and blah 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 you know what i mean like i it's so it's almost a joke yeah it's almost a joke
0: well that's funny you should bring that up Okay. Because this leads into my new segment called, Where Are All the Women?
1: Where are all the women? Where are all the women?
0: (laughs) That's exactly my question. So, you know, so I I looked into this. I was like, okay, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, this is a very male-dominated field, Formula One racing, car racing in general. Um, So I just was poking around the internet saying, why is this, right? So... Uh In Formula 1 racing, there have been five women that have reached this level of of racing.
1: I, I'm surprised there are any. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, but the last one was like 25 years ago, like 1990 oh. something or other five. Um but and I was like, "Well, why is this? Why where are all the women? There's yeah. no women in the pit crews, there's no women in these like managerial right. roles. There's there's no the only woman I saw in this show was maybe some fans getting hosed down with massive bottles of champagne. <laughs> And also this and Ricardo's mother Mother. who was like just about having a nervous breakdown. Like every time she watches her son like racing around a track at 250 miles an hour, which is totally understandable. So, but I looked into it. So basically on these circuits at any given time on this Grand Prix circuit, there's like 20 drivers. Yeah. And these guys have to start at like you know, as children, like on the cart on the circuit. So they're like racing go-karts. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, and then they've got to get sponsorships, and then they've got to work their way up, because Formula One suggests there's other formulas, right? And, of course, there are. There's like all the way down to Formula Four. And Is there's it? Yeah, there's, so there's different tiers of this. They've got to work their way through all that. All right. They've got to get noticed. They've got to win enough points. They've got to get recognized. Then they got to get sponsored through that. And then they've got to go to one of these big teams and rub shoulders with the right people. Uh-huh. So... It's not a it's not a big mystery guess, that this is. I mean,
1: I know there are like there are NASCAR drivers. Danica, one hundred and twenty one women See, in, in I, NASCAR. I, Jesus, in
0: NASCAR. Well, have qualified uh, to start in a NASCAR race over the his over okay. the time. So and, and there's only been like sixteen women. Oh, well, this I mean like
1: NASCAR seems somehow more okay with it.
0: Well, the other part of NASCAR is NASCAR has this huge pool of feeder lines that go into it. Oh, I see. So that's part of it. Like Formula One is a pretty tight knit thing, and there's like, there's only 20. At any given time, there's only like 20 racers, 20 seats available in the Formula One thing. So, but in NASCAR, there's like different tiers of NASCAR. There's truck racing, there's like
1: IndyCar, there's all kinds of different things. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's systemic. The keeping women out of the seats is not just this stupid age-old argument of like, well, it's just they're not attracted to race driving as much as men. Yeah, no, I I think... I don't think that's it. I think it is, there's a... Because of what it is, I think the gatekeepers are there keeping women out. Do you think that's? True? I think
0: oh for sure yeah. I think there's definitely a machismo thing to it. Huh. Anyway, well, that's anyway. all. That's that's my segment. So we can move back to your grumbles
1: and grapes, but uh, uh, it fit in nicely with your grumble. So th- yeah, that worked out great. Um, well, there's one thing I have a, a gr- about the system altogether, which is um, they're spending so much money. They talked about the the budget being like more than half a billion dollars annual budget for some of the bigger uh, teams yeah um and there's and they're saying that that therefore leads to better uh more people involved on the team better cars better technology which helps them win races and yeah. then i the question i have is can something be an, called a sport if it's really the technology that's winning it assuming the driver obviously has something to do with it but like they said at one point in the interview like oh if you could drive that car to some driver would you be able to win like this guy wins and he'd be like a hundred percent yeah so in other words the car the which costs a lot of money is what's winning the races so if you have more money you get a better car you win races that's not how any other sport works like mostly with like skiing or you you name it like you know your your soccer shoes that you're wearing your cleats yeah, you can get you can go to the store and buy the nicest one available, and yeah. then that's it. You're not going to win because you have the best cleats. Yeah,
0: most sports, it's like you the teams with the most money buy the best players or use their
1: influence to get to, the players right to get that's, the best
0: roster. And, and but it's not
1: the technology that's winning it. No, and no. that makes it, in my opinion, not a sport. Yeah, am I wrong about that? Oh.
0: Well, that was one of my gripes about racing, in a way. Is Yeah, it's like they, they kind of frame it up as, you know, it's all these drivers pitted against each other. But we saw with the Haas team, mm-hmm. like they they were playing or going against Ferrari, who spends like, yeah, 400000 or $400 million a year on their car and their team. They've got these massive teams. Um And this Haas team, you know, they had two guys that have, were just brand new putting the wheels on. And yeah. Of course, that ended in complete tragedy. The right? wheels fell
1: off, literally. The wheels
0: fell off, yeah. yeah. So... It's all about the money, right? Yeah. And you're right. So you have got these guys and if you took them all and and some of these like other racing forms like uh NASCAR, well they put them they have very strict rules of like these cars all have to be the same, you know, or yeah. they have to have all these same components. Which but it seems these, like
1: per- that's exactly what it should be.
0: Yeah. So it it does seem like, yeah, you're you're basically it's it's a sport between not the drivers per se, but it's like let's it's Ferrari competing against Mercedes, right? It's yeah. like a, two companies that
1: are sporting, right? And, yeah. and it's really just about who has the most capital, really. That's what it's about. Yeah. Cause I remember like uh, the speed skating. I remember when the Dutch speed skating team came out with their, these new kinds of skates. Oh, that, the clacker skates? Yeah, right. Yeah. You've heard of them. And, and they when they first brought them to the Olympics or whatever, I think they started winning a lot because yeah. the technology was better. And then they had to address it. They're like, okay, well, is this allowed or not? And should other teams be using it? And so that everyone was on a level playing field technologically yeah. so that you could see who actually was the fastest.
0: Yeah. I think, That's, I think now, there was something like that with the American team uh, in the recent Olympics
1: and some kind of bodysuit they had. Which oh, was yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas you know, it seems like it's the op like NASCAR seem to be doing the same thing, but this is the opposite, which is like no, no, we actively want you to to spend more money to get make a better car so that you can it's beat just the others.
0: the ultra ultimate like corporate just rolling around. You know, complete. You're not you're not worried at all about how this no. looks optically. It's just like no. I'm a massive company, and I'm just gonna very very visually and very like
1: publicly outspend you in order to beat you at this this thing. is the this might very well be the epitome of current modern capitalist society. It's yeah. ruled over by men mostly white men, excluding women and the corporations that spend the most money are the ones that are in charge and winning it's just it's exactly our world in a little nutshell right yeah. like it's problematic in yeah. that sense. But I also enjoyed watching it. Well, that's also one of my
0: grown. But this is just a personal take. Like, well, it, you know, and I I grew up watching like stock car racing, local stock car racing, which is just a bunch of yahoos who like race sure. cars around a track. But watching this sort of thing. And I'm and watching NASCAR, like, and I don't watch NASCAR, but when I do happen to see a NASCAR race on TV, I just look at it and I, I just feel an enormous amount of guilt <laughs> as a, like, it's like, this is where we're at. You know, we we're willing to spend like $3 billion a year to do this. Yeah. You know, and, and, and utilizing all these like engineers and technology and like materials, you know, and it's just like, and we're just putting it, Basically, just opening a big hole and just dumping it in. And yeah, that's it.
1: I agree. It's difficult to watch from a social justice kind of perspective. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> you from know? but when they put you in that cockpit, you know, in a with a with a, 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 hel- a helmet cam, and you see, you know, what this is like greening yeah. along this track like yeah. through
1: downtown Monaco or whatever right? uh, I know it's so beautiful <laughs> to watch hey just a quick message Dave and I now have a patreon page where you can support the podcast by becoming a patreon member supporter person Which would be totally awesome because, you know, it costs money to make podcasts. Uh, And your financial support is super helpful. So go to patreon.com slash why are people watching this. And if you can, um, join up. And the great thing is our supporters will get bonus material. Dave and I will every single week record a bonus podcast called Dave and Justin have some thoughts where we answer your questions, your advice questions on any topic whatsoever uh, and give you our uh, thoughts and helpful advice. So do you have relationship questions or car trouble, um, things we don't actually know anything about? It doesn't matter. Just ask and we will answer. This bonus material will only be available to our supporters on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash why are people watching this and join in the fun. I do have a best scene award. Oh, yeah. Well, let's move on then. What is your best scene? It's, and it's, do you remember when they were, they like about halfway through, they were just as about to start this first race? I can't yeah. remember where it was. Yes. Um, the and, Australian Australia, race? right. Yeah. And so all the cars were lined up and all the pit crews were, were still there and then they moved off. And then there was just like the the soundtrack dropped out, and there was just these shots of the drivers, and there was all this tension just before they started. Yeah. Um. And the like the editing, the visuals, the music, I found that to be so cool. I <laughs> just I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, this is awesome. It's like pod racing. Do you remember pod racing? Yeah. From exactly. Exactly. Only. a... <laughs> thousand times cooler like i'm like and i love star wars do you think i would be emotionally invested in little anakin racing his pod like no no i was emotionally invested in these random formula one drivers who i technically according to this rant that we just went on think are the <laughs> worst of the worst and yet i'm like oh man i really oh man i hope this guy wins like i could i felt it so deeply
0: i know it's it appeals to something so primal in it i mean why else would somebody sit there I if you've ever been, have you ever been to a like a live stock car race? I've or seen some lo- yeah,
1: local ones when I was a kid. It's
0: loud. Yeah. it's just like it's, loud. it's just crazy. But but there's something so yeah that moment. And it's funny because that was that was that, that was your best my, scene? My, one? that was my my best scene. Wow. But also it was tied with uh, not really tied, but that was a, a a beautiful scene, right? And that's and to me that's the essence of it, right? These guys and they're all because yeah. at that moment you can kind of imagine these guys are all. It's just down to all these individual guys and their moxie. Like, who's going to win this? But you, you realize one guy's sitting in like a $400 million car and the other guy's is like a $14 like a million golf dollar car. car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the other thing with any scene with the guy, uh, Gunther Steiner, who was the Haas, like, yeah, head that honcho, guy. who seemed like a real, like, level headed guy. He's like, yeah. you know, they handed him this job. He's been years in this around this kind of stuff. Super con. Like, even when all hell broke loose, like you said, uh, when the guy with the wheels and stuff and, you know, he didn't, you know, if this was like kind of a reality TV show, he would have fired his like clipboard
1: across the yeah. room and, you yeah. know, and instead up. he was he,
0: level-headed. Yeah, he was like, well, this happens and it sucked and, you know, what well, we're going to fix it or we're going to make yeah. it better. So. Well, that
1: brings me right into the worst scene award. Okay. And usually it's the worst scene award because the filmmaking is bad or the yeah. acting is bad. In this case, it's my worst scene because the tension in it made me so uncomfortable and that was when that guy was confronting the guy who put the wheels on and then and didn't tighten it up enough yeah and you could see that that guy was just mortified devastated and the boss was also angry but not really angry at him and everyone's just disappointed and sad and it was just filled with real awful human tension and I'm like, oh man, this is so hard to watch. I hope he's not mean to him. And he wasn't mean to him, which was so great. But there was that I was on a knife edge. I'm like, I hope he's not gonna freak yeah. out. Yeah. And he didn't. And so it was it was my worst scene in that it was difficult to watch. But um uh, so there you go. My worst scene award. Yeah, about
0: you? see I, I had because usually we're reviewing movies that have a, re- you know, there's like a whole boatload of really mm-hmm. bad scenes to choose from because of bad filmmaking choices. But yeah, yeah that was ironically my same worst scene really but even back a little further because you know i'm a hands-on guy right mm-hmm. and and as soon as so this it, it, it blows my mind too. like those pit stops are literally what four seconds yeah car is so up poof, four wheels off four wheels on car is gone yeah and it happens almost as quickly as i just said that yeah and then this poor guy you could see him almost instantly he was like i don't know they probably edited it a bit but he's like that wasn't on or i don't think it's tight right and he knew right away the guy that put it on you know, you had he had like two seconds, one second to do that correctly, yeah. and something didn't go right. Yeah, and and that just turfed. The, so just knowing f- what that guy was going through because I've done stuff like yeah, but usually mine stretches out over an entire day of messing something up.
1: But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his was literally one second, one tiny itsy bitsy second mistake, and his career maybe over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: uh, the pressure of that, and and they did a really good job of. Yeah, it was a it was a good scene in them that they did a good job of yeah. portraying that and passing that on, but it was also a bad scene because I was like, Oh
1: god, that yeah. guy, like holy crap. Well you, you know, you're right. If it were like an American style documentary, it would have been all dramatic and they would have the producer would have stepped in and said, like, no, you gotta get really angry at him, throw your clipboard or whatever. But this was just authentic real drama from people who seem like actually nice people. Yeah. And hard to watch but fun.
0: Right. So, you ready for some trivia?
1: I am. Do you want to start off? You look like you're rearing to go. Well, why don't you hit me with one? You got some? You darn right I do. All right. Here we go. Uh, These are questions. Okay. For you, Dave. How many people watched, on average, the Grand Prix races for 2020? Wow. How many viewers were there? I'm guessing
0: a lot in Europe. I don't know. Worldwide. Worldwide?
1: 30 million 87.4 million wow in contrast the nfl for 2020 had an average uh per match view of 15.4 so on average yeah they're watching more more people are watching these nascar things wow. the super bowl however is a pretty big deal so how many people did the 2020 super bowl have watching it
0: I would guess 45 million.
1: 102.1 million viewers. Wow. But, 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 the Italian Grand Prix of 2020, which was the most watched of the Formula One, how many viewers did it have? Uh, 100 million?
0: 112.
1: So, more people watching Formula One than, than NFL. Wow. Which is, which I find fascinating because I'm like, well, who watches this? Nobody, I thought. Like this is like an elitist sport for for weirdos, but nope, it's more popular than American football. Wow! Um, I wonder
0: if it's more popular than European football.
1: Well, let me tell you. The, <laughs> well,
0: the, of course you know that.
1: The yeah, <laughs> uh, the the FIFA final in 2020 had a 517 million people, so half wow. a billion, so way way more. Yeah. Uh, than than either of those two things, so that's not surprising. But I have another one, Dave, and this. This is really important and close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Do you know what eSports are, Dave? D-sports? eSports. eSports. Like electron, like computer sports? That, this is correct. Video games. Video
0: gaming, Sp- yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> uh, so the most watched video game sport final of 2019 for the game League of Legends. Do you know League of Legends? No. Um, okay. It's very popular. <laughs> League of Legends in 2019 World Championships how many viewers?
0: Uh 100
1: million. That's right. A little over 100 million. Wow. Which means more people are watching esports for a thing you've never heard of than are watching Formula 1.
0: So by esports this is just a bunch of gamers playing video games
1: and people are watching that? No. Uh, cause now, see, here's the thing. You may know, know this about me, but I worked for a few years in a video game testing company. Okay. Uh, and so video games are baked into my blood. And so yeah. I have a big chip on my shoulder about what is a game and what is not a game. Okay. And people who like sports, uh, and, and think esports are not sports. Yeah. Because- Esports are exactly the same as Formula One driving. You're sitting in a chair, right. and it is 100% dependent on the, the quickness of your reflexes. Mm-hmm. That is it. There's not a lot of physicality per se, um, but you're doing essentially the exact same thing. So esports are just as much a sport as Formula One racing 100% for sure, but even more so because in esports, you everyone has a level playing field with their computer speeds and computers because right. they have best of the best. That's it. <clears throat> So you can actually train and your reflexes are what are winning games, not your car. So right. esports are more of a sport than Formula One. Number one. Yeah. But these games are absolutely huge. There are um, a ton of players. And the way it works is like you have a, you'll have have a team of like four or five players and they're sitting behind computers and, and they're playing against another team who's sitting behind computers In a stadium on a stage with a huge jumbotrons everywhere with tens of thousands of people in the stadiums watching these things. So if you if you Google some of the finals for some of the big esports out there it'll look exactly like a a sporting event of any kind. Wow. Uh, Tons of people and then of course also tons of people it's being broadcast and they're watching online. It is huge and massively profitable. uh, profitable. The top esport game um, this is for last year, is Dota 2. I don't know if you've heard of that. Nope. Um, with 4,000 players, there was almost 1,500 tournaments and a uh, quarter of a billion dollars in prize money was wow. given out. Huh. So these are these are huge, <clears throat> profitable. Counter-Strike Global opp- Offensive, number two. Counter-Strike was the game I tested for years and years and years, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite, you probably heard of. Yep. League of Legends and StarCraft 2, which I also play a little bit of these days, badly. Um, those... Those things are earning, again, they have thousands of players, they're spending millions of dollars on their teams, like all these countries across the globe, a lot in China and South Korea will have teams. Yep. And, anyway, eSports, so there you go. It's more popular yeah. than Formula One, but nobody knows about it or talks about it in our demographic, which is crazy. Huh. There you go. So
0: yeah, I don't have a whole lot of trade. What do you think the average like a middle tier Formula One
1: driver's salary is? Their salary, well, based on these numbers, they have to be earning a lot, like an NFL player, I imagine, like yeah, a million dollars a year. Forty million dollars. Forty
0: million. That's a middle tier kind of. Wow. So it's it's pretty lucrative, but these guys can come and go like that, right? Yeah. They'll uh, wow. they'll be the top of the heap, and then something will happen, and then they're fired, and they'll get somebody else, right? Because
1: yeah. Yeah, they only have a short shelf life. I'm sure. So
0: here's a startling thing I read. I like to be startled. Is that somebody, one of the head guys in the Formula One organization, says they're aiming to be carbon neutral by 2030, and that they're currently developing a fuel with 100% sustainability. Which I'm not sure what sustainability. Can be defined as, and carbon neutral is also a slippery term because they they could just be buying with their billions of dollars carbon credits, right?
1: No, yeah, you're right. I mean, it could be like they're using some sort of like vegetable oil thing, so they're just growing a crap ton of something. or Yeah. So like, yeah, trying to offset. Yeah, that's, as we all know from the discourse on environmentalism these days, like those things are just meaningless lip service and not actually solving the real problem. Yeah, Uh, If you're doing anything that is consuming fossil fuels of any kind stop <laughs> if you want to actually address the problem the rest is just PR but yeah. I mean better than continuing I guess to use fossil fuels like without <laughs> unapologetically burning but, exactly what? oh my lord well they've got to come up with some narrative I
0: think for I mean, sure why
1: not electrical I mean geez like isn't that the whole thing with electric engines is they they can go yeah. so quickly they can accelerate compared to, to oh, it fossil the, it
0: wouldn't be the same they'd have to have noise makers of some kind
1: well yeah
0: well that's all the trivia <laughs> oh. I have so, uh, would you continue watching this?
1: You know what? It's an interesting question. Possibly, um, if they hadn't told me that Ricardo got fourth place in this, because I was really curious to, to know where he ended up. Yeah. Um, I would have probably just gone straight to the next uh, episode to see mm-hmm. if he, how he did in this race. Yeah. So probably no, but like it's close. Like it's right up to the bar of would I watch this? despite all my objections and ranting about the the symbolism involved there's still something compelling about the format that it's in so yeah i don't
0: know what about you well and and for our viewer or listeners this we did watch we what was number one was season three so we went back right to season one because we'd never watched the shows without you know anyway we watched the first show of season one um yeah i to be honest i just kind of let it drift through into the second episode
1: oh no you already watched the episode two. yeah
0: so i already watched episode two mainly because i was just i kind of they're only 36 minute episodes yeah or they're, they're
1: digestible they're, they're
0: digestible and i just kind of lost track i was keeping notes and you know netflix does that thing where it preloads and yep, bam yep, i was yep. into the second one and i was like oh well, i gotta, we gotta figure
1: out what's wow, gonna happen it worked on you
0: yeah so was it good well, it's more of the same, but then when you realize, and this is what always gets me about watching sports, because I, I, you know, I watch sports, and, and you get really invested in these things, right? Like, who's going to win the Stanley Cup this year, and 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 all the jockeying, and then you know, or whatever, or the Super Bowl, and you watch the whole season, and then you realize in four or five months it's all going to start all over again, and then yeah. you realize like this doesn't really matter in the big <laughs> scheme of things. And you, but but it, it draw this is the format draws you in, and you're kind of like, oh, I want to see how this rivalry between these two these two italian guys is gonna play out you know
1: i yeah i
0: i get it yeah and the other thing is there are it's beautiful people beautiful places and cool things happening and yeah (laughs) Yeah. the compelling of the race so put the car
1: racing aside and it may be something that everybody might want to watch i don't know my God! Did you just did you just buzz market this thing that we watched? <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I don't know. Oh, my, I'm so conflicted. I am confused. too.
0: I'm I'm watching this, going, Oh my God! Uh, we're destroying the planet. But oh, but that, I want to. Yeah. I actually want to drive that car. You know, or, I want to
1: burn n- down a forest so we can make our own race track. That's yeah, and I
0: just want to drive something really fast. Oh but, my but Lord! The same. What is wrong with us? <laughs> anyway, I don't know, Anyway. Well, I think that's that's enough for that for yeah, now we'll I, put that one to bed Let's we'll put it to bed Good night all right, all
1: right. <laughs> we'll see you next time. see you next time just a reminder to go to patreon.com slash why people watching this to support the show and to get a chance to listen to our brand new mini-episode podcast called Dave and Justin Have Some Thoughts, where we give unsolicited or semi-solicited advice to people who write in and ask for it. So I guess it's fully solicited. Anyway, you want to know what the theme song sounds like? Here you go. Dave and Justin have some thoughts on your problem. What are... You need help with Dave and Justin Have some thoughts for you